are. I'm not going to lie. If this hurricane hits us hard tomorrow and I lose power, I'm going to be very sad that I can't play video games all day. Or most Bro, of I get the kids, just, I get the kids all day. If I lose power, if I lose power tomorrow with Amanda at work with the kids, I will... I don't. I'm probably gonna fucking just run outside into the fucking tornado. <laughs> I don't think we're getting tornadoes tomorrow. But we're definitely getting <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> I think the storm itself is in New York right now. Um, oh yeah, they yeah. were having a concert. I should see what happened to that. Yeah, it, I think it got postponed because Jen's currently watching it on TV. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, if if we if we lose, I mean, my switch is charged, so I'll at least have a little bit of game time. But like. I'll be I'll be pretty sad if I can't be playing games most of the day. I will say that I don't know if either of you have taken advantage of xCloud, but when I'm at home, I play xCloud on my phone, connect like my Xbox and my phone connected to the, to my home Wi-Fi, and it fucking runs flawlessly. And I've been playing a lot of different shit on my phone in bed, and it's been taking a toll on my Switch the last couple of weeks because I've been really like diving into certain things or just like cleaning up achievements and stuff. Um, I, I guess I'm giving away my achievement secret now. So fuck you, Todd. <laughs> but that's no, what I, figured, doing. I, figured, I figured you did that. Cause you always say that you fucking do that all the time. Um, I'm, I was doing yeah. it a lot in the beginning, but it wasn't, it, it didn't work super well at first. Cause there was an issue, I think specifically with iPhones, but I think that's been mostly sorted out now. Um, or I think the workaround was, it's just built into the Xbox app on my phone so i go on the xbox app click on my console and just do remote play um and it 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 works fantastically connected to the same wi-fi and i've been just playing like i played boyfriend dungeon this week on my phone mostly and uh it was fantastic i finished it today but we'll talk about that later but uh yeah remote play if you guys haven't been taking advantage of or at least checking it out I'll never use it. I don't even use my Switch anymore either, though. So it's like my Switch is dead in the water right now for the most part. You're crazy. You're insane. That's because you've been playing Hades again on Xbox like a fucking madman. I've been playing, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I just don't have... Uh, yeah, I just... I have to, like, pick and choose what I'm going to fucking play each day. And usually it's just, like, Xbox or PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been in a weird boat of, like... I a, have been on... Like, I feel like this whole year and a little parts of last year, I've been more into getting achievements again, like caring more about achievements, but especially probably in the last like four to six months, maybe a little bit longer, I've been like kind of achievement hungry where I just like, I kind of want to hit a hundred K before the year's over. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm inching closer to that, but yeah, I mean, having X cloud and having that ability to just easily remote play my Xbox from my, from my bed or the couch or whatever is, uh, is fantastic. I bought yeah. I bought this thing a while ago, but it's just like a maybe like fifteen bucks. It's just a clip that goes on my Xbox controller and holds my phone and it works great. Like I've been kind of debating getting a backbone or a razor kishi, which are like the two I don't know if you've seen either of these things, either of you, but it's basically just like turns your phone into a switch for Xbox. Yeah. Um I'm sure you could probably do other things in that format as well, but I would care more about it for playing remote play xbox mostly um yes yeah, i i i don't ever play anything i can't play anything in my bed now with kids but like even before like if i sat i remember I used to play vita in my bed and i would be out cold in a matter of five minutes second i like laid in my bed with the vita I, I would just like literally wake up with it like on the floor or on the side of me because oh i mean i i play i stay up late almost almost every night either on xcloud or my switch in bed like i I'll go to bed, quote unquote, early and still end up like up on my on my stuff for far too late because I have a problem and can't sleep at night. And like, I'll 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 just I'll play a quick round of this or I'll I'll do, you know, the next mission of this. And then it turns out like 2 a.m. and I'm still playing, you know, Monster Hunter Stories 2 or, or something else. If I didn't smoke weed, I'd probably be able to do that. But that just fucking anytime yeah. I hit like if I lay down, it's like, boom, it's like, that's it. Yeah, Good night, I can. I, I can imagine that. Uh, I will say, as we're going live, they updated the Fortnite store and, and Mecha Morty's in there. When they first, when the season first got revealed and like the Rick was the skin and the dance was the Rick dance, I wasn't like mad about that. But part of me was like, of all the songs 
and like dances to do from the show, I feel like Get Swifty is like the one. So kind of always in the back of my head, I was like, they've got to be adding more Rick and Morty stuff at some point because there's no way that they're going to do this collaboration and not do Get Swifty. And here we are with Mecha Morty. See, I think it should be Let Me Out. I think that's what have been. I think that's like a perfect dance for Fortnite too. Let me out. Let me out. This is not this when is he's not that tiny Rick when he's like yeah. uh, does the dance at like the school and everything. That would have been like perfect for this. Uh, I mean, who's to say it could still come? Um, but the I feel like yeah, I feel like get is, uh... Go ahead. I was just saying I feel like get shift get shifty is the one. Like that's that's the that's the thing. No. Yeah, it is. It's a, yeah. a, apparently um collaborative. So if you start doing it, someone else will be like Morty with the tambourine, just kind of. That's oh, man, incredible. That's, that's even more of an incentive to for all of us to buy that tonight. But, anyways, welcome everyone to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about Project X Cloud too much. Or I guess it's just called X Cloud at this point. Uh, either way, we have a new show for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself. He's so money, and he doesn't even fucking know it. Mr. Michael is here. Mike, how are you doing this lovely evening? Uh, I should really think of my answers before. You should. Have, you, have you battened down the hatches yet with this impending hurricane coming our way? My big plan was I ran out of ice cream sandwiches. I should buy more ice cream Ooh. sandwiches. I get up early and hit. I mean, you can. We, we're going to keep this tight again tonight. I want to keep these closer to an hour going forward, yeah, so we can keep it tight. Quick, I'll I'll swing by Walgreens and grab some ice cream. Yeah, go grab grab some ice cream sandwiches. Have you seen? I don't know if they're all doing it, but the Walgreens near me, the the refrigerated units, you know, the ones with like the glass doors and everything. Mm-hmm. For some reason, they changed the glass doors to LCD screens. To show you what's on the other side and like the prices, but like, why would you do that? I don't care. Uh, my guess is twofold. It's either A, it is, no, it, it can't even be the first thing. It's going to be just the second thing. I'm assuming that whatever beverage company decided to change that for them, it's more of like a, Hey, we're going to do this for you, but like our products are set in these specific spot spots that we want them and that's what we're going to do. So like it might not have everything that Coca-Cola sells to them in that in that specific door, but it is set up in a specific way where that's the ideal where they think if Coke is on this shelf and Powerade is on this shelf and fucking Fanta's over here, this is where it's going to get sold the most if it's at these eye level directions and whatever close to the handle that's probably the reality and also it's a benefit potentially i guess not even really because it's a see-through door to begin with anyway or i was going to say cut down on when the door opens you're potentially spending the store spending more money on refrigeration leaking out but if it's a see-through door to begin with it doesn't really fucking matter yeah exactly like if if i'm looking at the if i look at the door and it was the normal door. I could see through and say, oh, they're out of this thing. No reason for me to go in there. Now it's a screen, and I'm sure maybe if something's out, they will remove it from the screen. But that's solving a problem that yeah. didn't exist until your thing. And then also sometimes the screens will turn into a full-sized ad for something else. Yeah. So, so my, I have to sit there and my, wait for I have not seen this ever. What, yeah, it's weird. I haven't either. My, my guess simply is, just because of what Todd and I's day job is it is simply a mechanism to control where things are placed within the cooler yeah. um, self-placement yeah. so i guess that's a what we can expect to happen in beer soon todd so can't wait for that so we're um, going to be just like uh left in the, the wayside while I'm yes up. pretty much <laughs> yes it, it, it seems like a way to to purposely put competitive products out of the equation like is what yeah. it seems like to me um for whoever's paying for that it's it's basically a step. So in the in in our day job world, at least in Massachusetts, it varies from state to state. It's illegal to pay for like 
preferred things or pay for like a draft line in a restaurant or something. It's illegal to do that in Massachusetts. But there are ways that that companies go around that. And this seems to be a way of I can't Coca-Cola can't straight out pay the store to say, hey, we're going to pay you X amount of dollars. You're going to keep Coke at eye level next to the handle first door when you walk in, whatever it may be, the first cooler door when you walk in because they can't do that legally in Massachusetts. But this this subversion of, hey, we're going to upgrade your coolers and pay for it is a way of them doing that. Interesting. So right. that, that would be my guess. Because, yes, stores have see-through cooler doors that let you see what's in it for a reason. So there's literally no other reason to do that other than to to blockade other items from being in the door or blockade where other items get placed within the door. That's a little inside baseball for, for beverage sales for you. This might be the first time someone might listen to this show and learn something. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Uh, probably our listeners don't care about anything we just said. They, I'm, but I'm not saying it. it's useful knowledge. I'm just saying that they would come away with something. Yeah. So they, I mean, they I mean it's, it's, it's the same thing as like, you know, like video game developers buy out gaming sites and pay them for reviews same thing oh, that's not a joke no no <laughs> Todd is very all, all we're joking. saying all we're saying is you know nintendo wetter wetter obliques a little bit we'll cover you better <laughs> oh anyways i guess there you go there's the fortnite father Todd Gary rounding us out this <laughs> evening. We had, a, we had a slimmer cast this evening yeah. uh, and, hor- and worse jokes, apparently, with, with yeah. Dom not being here. Todd, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. What are you drinking? Are you drinking anything over there? What do you got going on? I got me some uh, zombie dust. I found some that was actually fresh, so I had to buy it. Gross. I'm drinking. Uh, yeah. I've been jumping all over tonight. I'm cleaning out my fridge. There, there are like, it ebbs and flows. It mostly flows and not ebbs, but my fridge usually has too many beverages in it, and Jen gets mad. Especially because we just went food shopping and it's like packed to the no fucking rim right now. Uh, so today is one cold. of those. T- t- yesterday and today is one of those days where it's like, all right, I'm gonna be drinking a lot of things in the fridge. Uh, so I'm currently on King Julius. I've been Ooh, all nice. over the. I've been all over the map tonight though and yesterday. You know what, what I did pick up? I picked. What I picked up. Oh, oh, what do you got? What do you got? Hmm? I was gonna say I picked up stoner broth from Widowmaker, mm-hmm. and I didn't read what they brewed this with, but they brewed it with ramen. And uh, it was ramen and lime and something else. I'm like, oh, this, I hope this isn't some weird funky beer that is going to be wild. It's a double IPA, but I, I was like, ramen. Hmm. Uh, oh, okay. I, um, because I had to stop by Lord Hobo this week to uh, pick some for work. Um, I picked up a few different things, but I grabbed, uh, they have a Mexican lager there. That's like a limited brewery only thing. It's fucking tasty. Like, I kind of want to go get more cans of it. I drank that earlier. It's pretty good. What do you got over there? I see, I see a can in your possession, Mike. What do you got going on over there? No, it's Water. just another Nitro S'mores. I think it's my last one. How is that beer? It's good. I mean, if, if I were a beer guy, this would be like, unless I ever like learn more beers, it would be like the one I go with. Okay. It's very, right. it's very uh, I don't know, S'mores-ish. So uh, obviously for listeners out there or people watching, we we still aren't recording in person and I still don't really see anybody and I haven't seen Mike and Don really at all uh, other than like an outdoor visit at some point, maybe potentially, but uh, we're obviously not hanging out. And one of the things we used to do when we would record in person is, you know, crack, crack some beverages together, have, have a good time. I have had a few... I have a, I have I have a few barrel aged beers that are basically just fucking have been waiting for like well over a year for the rest right. of us to get together because I'm like I want to drink these but I also want to save these for when the fucking gang is back together so I'm like there will be a lot of delicious barrel aged dark beers in your future when things are in a place where we can all be together again because I have I have some delicious treats one of them is coconut so Todd and I will drink that but the others mm-hmm. are are in your wheelhouse. All right. Sounds like a thing. That Baptist coconut one. He drank that shit up. Who, Mike did? Mm-hmm. Mike hates coconut. Mike didn't drink Didn't you drink shit. that, Big Bad Baptist? He might have tasted coconut? it with us, but there's no way he drank it. I don't remember it. Um, oh. I will say, I don't know if you looked at the epic Big Bad Baptist variants that are coming out this year, Tom, but a couple of them look like my jam. 
probably won't even get them. Uh, no, we are getting them. Uh, German chocolate cake is one of them. I I fuck with German chocolate cake. There's a fucking what, what's it called? The ice cream place you used to work at Richardson's. They have a German oh, is chocolate, it? chocolate cake ice cream that's really good. Oh, okay. wait, it is really good. Actually, I was I thought you said they were having a beer. I was like, wait a second. They used yeah. to make uh like Guinness ice cream too with like real Guinness that was like only for special people. Interesting. You, um, I will say fucking, and I have these in my car for you. The Sullivan's Irish beer that we have now. Yeah, it's good. I would drink that again. Like that, that's like a perfect like import beer for me. Like that's a perfect like European style beer that I'm like, oh, okay. Like I'll, I'll drink this from time to time. Like I'm, I'm actually, I went from being like, oh, it's cool that we have this type of beer to sell now. But also I'm now like, oh shit, this is like, I'm excited to sell this. Anyways, we're, we're getting like in the weeds with like unrelated <laughs> beer. to shit we should be talking about. Um, so wait, many, Todd worked at Richardson's? When he was yeah, like, I don't know, 20, <laughs> 30 years ago. Yeah. I, uh, I worked in high school through college, basically. I worked in, I was in the freezers, though. I worked, uh, I loaded the trucks. We'd just buy beer and put it in the trucks and get shit faced while we were loading trucks. Yeah. You don't want Todd in a front. Do you know what, do you know what we would have to do? Like, I don't know. You if want like, Todd scooping your ice cream, Mike? You want Todd? Like, I don't want him Sunday? talking to me. <laughs> the big tubs because it would get delivered everywhere. So basically, what we'd be in a cooler like in the middle of summer, bundled with like so many layers on, and you would be carrying. I'm not joking. It was like a challenge who could carry more. And you'd be carrying like eight that were like stacked, and you didn't want to drop any of them. And you'd be like walking to like the the to the plank. It was it was crazy. The job was like the weirdest fucking thing ever. But yeah, I, I was only one picturing. I'm picturing like in Mario Brothers Two when you're carrying the little like fucking things you're stacking up, like the mushrooms or whatever. Yeah, man, it's, it's literally, yeah, no, it's like, it was basically like that. It's, it was wild. Fucking ice cream toddy over here. <laughs> the ice cream toddy's coming. <laughs> uh, apparently, Dom rounds the show a little bit in a way that keeps us a little more aligned, because I feel like we're fucking off. Actually, no, there's been episodes yeah. where Dom, we're being derailed with Dom here. Yeah. Uh, let's, oh. let's, let's move along into tonight's housekeeping before we roll into the show. Uh, this episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty from the Salem, Massachusetts area or on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday evening and you want yourself something delicious, something sweet, something hot and fresh out of the oven, you can head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, scrumptious little treats. But that's not all. You want something hot, something fresh, something delicious to get your Sunday morning going? There's no better way to start your Sunday than with a hot chubby fresh out of the oven. And you can head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious chubby to get your Sunday morning going. And if you want to find out more about what a chubby is, check them out on social media at Good Morning Chubby. And let me tell you, when you head down for cookies or chubbies, whatever it may be, let them know. Pass the controller sent you. A couple of housekeeping things before we move right along. The PTC Movie Club for August is my pick. And it turned into, we're going to watch three fucking movies uh we're watching the john wick trilogy so Wait, have you watched any yet no um <laughs> <laughs> and at this point i got like a week so i got a right, week uh, and I, like i wasn't trying to watch them anytime soon like i wasn't rushing for it but i think literally that night i turned on the tv and sci-fi was playing the first two already so i was like oh, i'll just sit so i i have the third one on blu-ray for some reason, Mike, if you want to just like at some point just drop off the other two, where I can like I you can leave them in your mailbox and I'll fucking swing by and grab them, like I, I, because they're not streaming anywhere, right? Are they on? Like, they HBO Max they are on Peacock. They're on Peacock. Oh, so are I think they, I they edited that for or free. They edited? You, should, you should have Peacock for free. Yes. Oh yeah, like Todd said, are they edited? No, right? They're just I, movies. Probably not. I haven't okay. looked. If they're on Peacock and they're easy to watch there, then I'll just do that. But if not, I might come grab those from you next week. All right. Um, because I'd rather not have to pay for them for no reason. But yeah, so if you wanna watch the three John Wick movies, or if you've already seen them and just want to refresh yourself, we will be watching and then chatting about the John Wick trilogy the last episode of August. So look forward to that. Um a couple of things. Uh the first hour of Boyfriend Dungeon is up on our YouTube channel if you want to check us out or check me out playing the first hour of that game. And uh I feel like I got a few other things in the oven, but we'll talk about those in the future, not right now. 
That's all we got for housekeeping. Anyways, as we move right along, before we get into tonight's main major topics, uh, I guess we can start off with, I don't know what else Todd has been playing, but I know Mike has been playing 12 minutes. I know Todd has been playing 12 minutes. I haven't started 12 minutes yet, but spoiler free, because I know this game is, you know, is very story driven, or at least has a lot of plot points. Uh, we'll keep the, we'll keep the chat light here about in regards to plot points and spoilers. But how are you two feeling about this game, Mike? Why don't you kick things off with how you're feeling about 12 minutes so far? Uh, you know, it's fine. Uh, I guess it's fortunate I chose to play it on my computer just because it's like a point and click. Oh, you purchased it? No, it's on Game Pass. Oh, on oh, it's on Xbox Game Pass, Game Pass PC. PC too. Interesting. Okay. Um, so I've been I, doing it I, like that. I guess I'm a little con- not concerned. I'm a little curious as to like was 12 minutes a game on your radar, Mike, that you cared about, or are you just kind of popping in because of Game Pass slash the actors involved? I know at some. I think it was on my radar just because I saw it at some point in the past, and you know, time loop. And then I like the actors involved, and I said, "Oh, I want to try this game out." Now that I've tried it, like started it, it's still fine, but um, and the story is fine. I don't know how to really feel about it. At this point, all I want to do is beat the game because. And this is going to be great. This is going to be so great. I'm wondering if, after I beat the game, if it will be a gone home scenario where, like, you can beat the game very quickly after you, you've, like, completed it the first time. Interesting. I think there are... So, I have pretty much, like, the idea of 12 Minutes has been interesting to me, and it's an Annapurna published game. So, it, it from the, from just the blanket statement on 12 minutes it seems like something i will check out and i was kind of excited for it when it was coming to game pass I'm like oh perfect i'll check it out at launch because I, I can just download it and check it out so it seems like something that i was gonna do no matter what and i've kind of stayed away from future trailers or anything else really about the game because i just didn't want to know anything and i feel like normally in general i'm pretty good about avoiding spoilers but for some reason i feel like twitter has decided we're just going to talk about this game. <laughs> um, and I don't want to go out and be the reason that spoils it for you, Mike, or be the reason that spoils it to someone listening. So I'm going to avoid saying any of that stuff. Um, but I will say, I believe there are multiple endings in one quote unquote, one true, true ending. Like, yeah. yeah. So uh, there's at least seemingly some replayability. I've got uh, two endings that like, uh, and I don't want to, oh, I don't know you've I mean... played the game that much done. Well, I mean, like, endings as far when I say they're endings, it's like, I got achievement for doing something, but it's not, like, what the game actually wants you to do. But it was, like, a certain okay. way that everything... Yeah. What's that? So, like, I looked, at, I looked at the achievements, right? At some point, I was like, let me yeah. just see the achievements to see what I'm supposed to be doing. And I saw a couple of achievements. I'm like, I wonder how I do this. So, like, there was one playthrough I went through where I'm like, is this how I... Which get... achievement are you, like, which, which one? Like, I think I saw one that was called Caritas. And I was like, well, here's me, like, avoiding everything. I'm not going to go into it, but I'm like, is this I already got that one? achievement. I got that one. Yeah, I... I, <laughs> I and I didn't I, look these up either. Like, I just... And I got another one today that's like... It might be spoiler, so I won't say what this one is. But, uh, yeah, I got another one today that I was like, oh, okay. That makes so, sense. So, I think when the three of us... And I don't know if Dom plans on playing this game or not but i think when the three of us have kind of gotten our fill of 12 minutes and whether we experience ourselves the true ending or ingest it somewhere else i think we can probably have a proper segment on like not maybe not a whole episode about 12 minutes because i don't know if it will warrant that but we can probably have a proper discussion about 12 minutes in regards to like how we feel fully about the game and kind of talk about it no holds barred because uh the this other discord that i'm in with uh, uh jesse and a few and you know a few other people a couple dozen other people they seem to have a lot of opinions on 12 minutes but i've had to like remove myself from those conversations because i obviously haven't played the game yet and i want to experience what i can for myself did they all um, hate it or did they because i feel like there's a, a no a general they, amount. so so jesse reviewed it for prima games and eric reviewed it for destructoid and they both, I believe, gave it eight, eight and a half. So, like, they they f- have, like, I think, general favorability for the game. But 
I know that at the bare minimum, just again, from what Twitter has spoiled for me, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of discourse about the ending of this game, or yeah. I don't know if it's the true ending or not, but there's like some definitely some mixed feelings about the ending of this game, and I don't know what yeah. their true opinion is on that. Their reviews that they wrote for both Prima Games and Destructed respectively are spoiler-free, so if you wanted to read their thoughts, you could definitely go check those out and not be spoiled. Um, but I, because I want to stay kind of just blank on this game from this point forward i haven't read anything because i don't want to gain anything i just kind of want to go in as 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 a um you know with as much no knowledge as possible i think the spoiler that got spoiled for you is probably the same one that got spoiled for me but i will say this i just got to a point in the game where I, I think I would have... I can't do that right. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I was, I was, I, I think where I am at the point in the in this game is I think I would have, would have, it would have clicked with me anyways, knowing like my, knowing that this is more of like an, if the story's like really out there already to begin with, and there's something that just happened to me into the game, then I'm like, I think that my brain would have said the same exact thing that got spoiled to me, and I'm, I guarantee it's what, what got spoiled for you because i we yeah. follow a lot of i follow like I'm, most of the same people yeah so it's i know like, and i'm trying to i'm trying to think if there's a way i can reference it without giving it away to mike but i feel like there really isn't a way someone, to reference it someone thought they referenced a way to do that and the first thing that popped in my head was exactly what the spoiler was and they thought they were being very discreet about the reference and like I'm it was just to, let me see if there's a way i can I can make a connection without it's tipping off. Based my... on a song. I mean, if you want, <laughs> I can take my headphones off and you can like say it. No, because it doesn't. Because I don't also it... don't want to spoil it for the listeners. The audience, um, yeah, yeah, fair. So like, I, even the thing I was just gonna say, which would have been probably clean for Mike, he probably wouldn't have understood what we were saying because I was gonna, I was gonna, I was going to make the connection through another game that I know you and I have both played, and Mike definitely hasn't. But I don't want to do that to people listening. So I, I think it's safe to say you and I both know what what that is. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm still, I'm still going to give it a shot. I know I've seen, I don't think you're going to like it. Yeah. I, I also think that there's potential. I may not like it. I've just based on certain people that I've seen talk about it negatively. I'm like, Oh yeah, maybe I'm not going to like this game. Um, I had a lot of hype for this game and I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I don't think it's a bad game. Uh, it's a game I will never play again because it's just like, it's a, I know the whole point is that it's Groundhog Day and it's repetitive, but like I think there could have been a better way to imp- yeah, there could have been a better way to implement this because there's a lot of points in this game where you got to keep on trying different scenarios and uh, like there's this there's this part where, where like I kept on having to grab like two, these mugs and filling them with water and and doing this thing and it, yeah, it was like I did. I'm at the point I was at one point where I did it like 20 times and I'm like, okay, what did I what am I gonna do different this time that I didn't do last time? And I got to go through all those things over and over again. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's not bad. And and uh, the like I said, the spoiler that we got for us, it's definitely part of the ending, but I don't know how it ties together everything else. Mm. Uh, so I don't. There's a lot I still don't know about it um but yeah i mean it's uh at this point i just want to finish the game to see what what's going to happen basically yeah um yeah. i'm not going to go crazy for it though and yeah it's one of those games you'll never have to play you'll never you'll, you'll never want to play ever again yeah, unless you want very... unless like unless you want to show someone this game like you gotta check this game out man you know it's like mm-hmm. but i'm also like i'm if a game doesn't have replayability or like the reason for me to ever go back to it it like that doesn't necessarily mean to me it's a bad game like like i just finished boyfriend dungeon i probably won't go back to that game i might go back a little bit simply to finish up some achievements that i think i left pretty easy to get at this point but like i have no reason to play that game ever again um so like it doesn't mean the game was bad it just means i have no reason to really play it again um but I guess if if the twelve minutes discussion is is done at this point, I can just move on to boyfriend dungeon briefly. Oh, um, I, all I was gonna say was, yeah, the game is very repetitive by design, and there are certain points where um, what was gonna say repetitive by design. Yeah, there are certain things that like you have to do every single time. Uh, for instance. I typically try and fast forward through, and this isn't like a spoiler or anything, but like I try and fast forward through that first conversation you have with your wife. Yeah, same. And like, like, you know, a third of the time, I do something trying to fast forward through it where like she responds differently. Yes, And I feel like that might screw up the (laughs) entire run. Like there's, 
there's times where she ends the conversation like, oh, let me know when you want to have like dessert. And there are times where it's like, oh, rude. And it's like, I, I'm just trying to fast forward this conversation I've had like a right. hundred times already. I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean any disrespect. I just need you to do certain things or I need to do certain things. And the fast way for me to get through is to try and fast forward. And also, I think it's, it's a, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think it's a, a really, really cool concept. I mean, one that's been done a lot, like the whole Groundhog Day thing, but yeah. I think there could have been a way to execute it a little tighter. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. know. We'll see where the game goes, though, you know? And, yeah. you know, as a click and point adventure type deal, <clears throat> uh, like, I'm not really familiar with them. So, like, it's me trying to figure out what things I can actually click at, click on, and, like, interact with. And, you know, part of the puzzling is trying to figure out how you can use whatever things you find. So, you know, I'm. I'm probably missing certain things just because I don't realize that, oh, I'm supposed to click on this thing to continue and I'm missing out on stuff. But that's that's a me problem, not a game design problem. Yeah. Um, I'll quickly... Are you guys done with 12 minutes? Yeah. yeah, I guess. I will quickly just... I feel like the last couple episodes I haven't really touched on... I feel like we've kind of... What is happening? Hold on. Are we recording? No, I... I apparently opened our Twitch channel on a web browser and it started playing the audio in the background and I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Uh-huh. Still going. So that's going to be a weird thing that I'm not going to edit out. So sorry, audio listeners. Um, but anyways, uh, I feel like the last couple episodes we've been kind of all over the place and haven't talked a lot about specific things we've been playing. So I, I have finished a few games this month and I kind of want to just touch on them. Uh, I think I did talk about Katamari, which I won't get into again because I think I did talk about it. But you can't look forward to me being on a show next month talking about Katamari. And I'll talk about that more in depth when the time is appropriate. But right now it is not announced, so I will not say any more. I finished Crackdown 3. Did I bring this up on the podcast? I don't, I don't think I did. I remember you saying that you finished it, but I don't remember where you said it. So I finished that game and like... Crackdown 3 is this thing where if you spent $60 on that game and weren't happy with it, I get it. Is Crackdown 3 a good game? No. But I had fun with it. It was like a weird, it was just like weird comfort food. And like, honestly, when I think about what a Game Pass, like, Game Pass is great for a lot of reasons. And I feel like sometimes certain games can get a weird stigma when it comes out on Game Pass. And I feel like this is a great Game Pass game because it's like I didn't pay, quote unquote, pay money for this, but I had a fucking blast with it. And like the story was whatever and forgettable and I didn't really care about it. Um, But I had enough fun and enough drive to finish the fucking game for some reason. So there you go. I finished fucking Crackdown 3. I finished uh, Famicom Detective Club, The Missing Air, and I when I first started playing it, I th- think I'd probably briefly talk about it on the podcast then, but I don't know if this is a game that I would recommend. Like, if you love visual novels, maybe you will love this. Uh, if you don't like visual novels, you will definitely fucking hate this, because um, it is just a game that you're pretty much reading. And at times, again, this is like a, this is a remaster of a very fucking old game and from what i can tell it doesn't seem like they really changed the gameplay at all so like it is an old game and it is not necessarily intuitive at certain points and some of the quote-unquote puzzle solving really isn't fucking puzzle solving it's just clicking things until the right thing is clicked and i I was kind of aggravated because like when you think about something like ace attorney which is phenomenal this is not that um but I I'm not mad that I played it. I'm not mad that I that I purchased it because it, for me, at the bare minimum, it's like a great look at what was previously, a, you know, a Japan only release on the Famicom. So to get something that has you know new music, updated art, and the art is actually very good. Um, but I enjoyed it for what it was, which was for me a look at Nintendo's history that previously was like sort of unattainable for me, unless I, you know, found like a fan ROM that was translated it, or something. Give it that Nintendo free pass. Go ahead, man. That's I'm fine. not giving it a free pass. <laughs> I don't, I literally don't <laughs> think it's And it will continue. I will say, I don't think I'm necessarily like, I think Ace Attorney is phenomenal. 
I love Ace Attorney, and I bought the great Ace Attorney uh, Chronicles. And when I'm ready to to dig into that, I will lose a lot of sleep staying up late playing that on my on my Switch. Um, but I don't know if I would necessarily call myself um, a a graphic, not a graphic novel, a a a visual novel fan because it's just a lot of reading and not that I don't like reading, but like I want to play a game and like enjoy the gameplay mechanics. And in Ace Attorney, is it a lot of reading? Yes. But you also have a lot of clever gameplay mechanics and just fun sleuthing and like problem solving to and puzzle solving to figure out, you know, the, 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 the keys to moving through forward and proving your verdict and, and stuff like that. Where in Famicom Detective Club, there is a mystery in this game and you're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, but the gameplay is just very, very, very bland. Um, but for what it was, I'm ex- I'm happy that I did experience it, and I do hope that they revisit this franchise in a modern lens and do something cool with it because I think that there are people that would like it. I'm curious to see what someone who likes graphic um, visual novels take on this game is because again, I don't think that I'm necessarily a visual novel f- person. Um, so I'm wondering if maybe that's just me being a non-visual novel game player, having a, a, a stronger bias against this game. Maybe someone who plays a lot of visual novels has a very different opinion on this game. But for someone whose visual novel uh, background is pretty much Ace Attorney, yeah, it's, it's play Ace Attorney. If you haven't played Ace Attorney, don't play this. Um, I finished Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I don't think I brought this up last week. Did I bring that up last week? I don't think so. Phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. It does the impossible task of somehow being better than the first game. And I think it has some of the best music in video games. Like, period. It is so good. Uh, The visuals are phenomenal. And I hope that Moon Studios either gets to make a third Ori game or gets to make something else really cool with whatever they want to do because I think they're very talented uh, at at what they do. And, And Ori was a great game. And then that brings me to I finished Boyfriend Dungeon today. And when I so Boyfriend Dungeon was one of those games where I'd seen it at PAX a few times, but I never made an appointment to play it. But it was always something where like, oh, I like the concept of date your weapons and I like the idea of this game and it's a dungeon crawler. I don't really need I don't think I need to play it. I think I'm excited about enough enough that I will play it when it comes out. And then when it was coming to Game Pass, I was like, oh, I'll definitely start this immediately when it comes out like i'll i'll give it a fair share and like get into it and go for it first hour or two into it i'm like i don't know if this is like i don't know if it's clicking with me like the the controls were a little floaty and like the dungeon crawling didn't seem super great but like the more that i played it and the more that i got into like how the relationship mechanics work and how leveling up works and like upgrading your weapons and like leveling up and stuff worked i was like okay i kind of actually do like this game uh, at least enough that I want to like when I wasn't playing it, I was like, "Shit, I I I'm excited to p- finish this game." To, I'm excited to bang to my back. sword. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I hated the combat. I I dropped out of it pretty quick. I just don't like yeah. the feeling of. I I just don't didn't like any of that it, on it. So. It it in the beginning it is very like not great. I will say that as you get further and unlock, I don't know how many weapons you unlocked, but as you unlock more weapons and get different, basically different play styles, uh, there were a few weapons in, in like in particular, like I mainly used Valeria, the dagger. Like I like that move set a lot. Um, but when you get to the cat and I won't go any further than that, I liked that weapon and I liked uh, the spear a lot too. And, and Seven's weapon was pretty cool, too. So, like, some of the weapons were, were fun to use, and as you level them up, you get different abilities with them and, like, better combos and, like, things you can chain together. And it, it was fun. The story was 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 good overall. I the, will say... The co- oh, oh, go ahead. No, sorry, no, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, gonna I say... feel like... Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All I was going to say is that the combat reminded me very much of the other indie game where you're, like, uh, a... Um... You have to go in, you're an office worker or a temp, and then you got to go and fight people. And that, that's basically, I forget what the game's called. It's on Game Pass right now. It was on oh, fairly I recently. Remember that. And, and I, remember and that I stopped playing game, that game because yeah. the gameplay in that was just, it, I don't know. When you play like a lot of these other like indie games that are some of like the tightest combat you've ever played, and then you go to these. And I'm not saying that combat's terrible, but it's just not up to par with what I want to play. That 
Yeah, I, I, I will say that like this game is definitely not something you should go into. And this is kind of what I was like, hoping for going into it. And then once I realized that's not really what it is and kind of realigned, I was like, oh, no, I, I am enjoying my time with this. If you're going into it looking for like a deep dungeon crawler, it is not that. Like if you're looking for like this good dungeon crawling game, it's not that it's bad. It's just not like there are better dungeon crawling games you could be playing. Um, it, it, Boyfriend Dungeon may not scratch that itch for you this game does some specific things that i think if you're looking for just like interesting relationship if you're looking for interesting different relationship dynamics and different relationship conversations i think that it is something worth checking out because i think it it touches on a lot of different types of relationships and it it dissects them in different ways and i for me uh i went from like oh i got my like my main weapon or two and like those are the like those are the the relationship arcs i'm going to see through and like kind of see what their story is and then it ended up like i maxed out five of the weapons going from like two to five because i was like i kind of want to see what isaac's the rest of isaac's story is and like see what his deal is and and whatever so i I think it does some interesting things and there were like maybe some broader strokes too, but there were definitely some like very felt very specific either like lines of dialogue or just like things that happen in certain scenes where I'm like, Oh, like this hits me very specifically. Like I feel like I have been through this very specific conversation before in a relationship in the past or whatever. Um, and those little things, they weren't like, they weren't like last of us fucking making me like cry and like th rethink my whole fucking being or something. Uh, I maybe I don't know if last of us makes me rethink my whole being. That's a pretty re aggressive statement to make, but they weren't like necessarily really aggressive statements that were making me think very, uh, emotionally, but they were certain things that hit me very specifically. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like either the person that wrote this dialogue or wrote this scenario went through this themselves, or they talked to enough people that had enough varying relationships that they were able to like concoct things that felt very grounded. Um, I, I think that there's definitely something interesting there. And if like that sounds like something that you might be interested in, especially if you have game pass, it's there, check it out. Um, you can always just drop it if you don't like because, again, it's on Game Pass. But I, I think it's worth checking out if any of that sounds interesting to you. Um, and I, oddly enough, Mike, I think you might enjoy this game. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, we'll see if I ever feel like actually even a shot. Maybe, I mean, if it's on Game Pass, then I can at least start it and then immediately drop it like I did with um, that game that I actually did like and wanted to play it all the way through. Thanks, Jim. Uh, no, I did beat Space Jam. Let's be fair. This is, uh, this is, I can't wait. I cannot wait for November, December to roll around because when we get to our game of the year shit, as it stands right now, Mike's game of the year fucking conversation in his brain is going to be Space Jam or 12 minutes. Yep. <laughs> uh, Nier, uh, Nier was the game that I'd started and I was like, oh, you know, uh, I do want to go back I'm to Nier so this, And I, um, I do want to play through it it's just um, mike i started I boyfriend dungeon yesterday and i finished it today it is a couple hours you know what i mean so like if you end up being even mild mildly 12 minutes is told 12 minutes i've spent three hours on that fucking game that's how, <laughs> know, they, get right? that's how they fucking get you mike that's how they get you um so just based on where we're at <gasps> time wise i'm gonna drop one of our main topics and just go into the other one because todd seems to think he has a lot to say about this so we're kind of just get into the fact that uh, 343 came out and said that uh, Halo Infinite will launch without co-op and without Forge at launch. Uh, they, they said that uh, the plan right now is for co-op campaign to come in Season 2, I believe, which would be about three, three months after launch, and Forge would come in the following season, which is about four months after launch, which... I'll, I'll put it like this. Uh, I know speaking... Whoa. Uh, that scared the shit out of me. I don't know if you guys heard that firework. Um, I don't know if... 
I, that just derailed me. Speaking with uh, Jesse, a uh, friend of the show at Premium Games, uh, Jesse Vitelli over at uh, off off of any public source, no no podcasts or shows or anything. He was kind of bummed because he loves Forge and like Forge is one of his favorite things about Halo, which is like the custom like building custom game modes and stuff like that. So he was kind of bummed about that. Um, I know that uh, for those of you listening. Cam Hawkins, front of the show, um, twitch.tv slash Cam Final Mix. Him and I have been playing through all of the Halo campaigns cooperatively leading up to Halo Infinite. So this kind of throws a little bit of a wrench in our plan of like playing Halo Infinite co-op when it comes out. Uh, obviously, we can do that at some point, but it does throw a little bit of a wrench in that. But honestly, like if if the option is delay the game or... To, to make sure these modes are good for launch or put the game out without these two specific things. I personally don't have a problem with that. Like it's not like a thing that necessarily makes me less excited for halo infinite. Um, is it a bummer? I'm sure some people who maybe they're, maybe you're out there and you only like to play halo cooperatively. It's a bummer to you. I get that. But I don't think it's the end of the world, and I think it's the right call if the game will be good otherwise to delay those two specific things. Uh, I just don't I, understand. I, 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 I just don't understand. This, this, isn't crack, this, is, this isn't the Crackdown series. This is fucking Halo. They, which we've is why they want to launch it without problems, which, which is why I think well, that... Which like, is still good. I feel like it's going to launch with a lot of problems. If they're not even able to put this stuff into the game, I... I I'm not confident that this game's going to launch squeaky clean. Like, you know, like I, I like this, who knows like what's going to happen with that. I'm not really worried about multiplayer. Um, Cause I feel like that's, I, I don't think I've ever dealt with any issues in any Halo multiplayer ever, like except for a master chief collection. But, uh, and, and for me personally, not having Forge and no co-op is not really, doesn't really do much for me. Like I, I maybe I would have yeah. played co-op if someone wanted to, but I just think this is, I'm not looking at it as that's what this, this, worries me because i've said forever now that this needs to be a massive massive hit for xbox yeah um, and i i agree with you and i i think that's why like and this I think is already this, setting them up for failure though like this is literally is going it, into this with negativity hold, hold, hold uh, on like, hold on is is delaying co-op and forge setting up for failure this game is built off of co-op campaign this game is fucking this game built, is built uh, off of multiplayer Let's no, but like honest. I'm talking about like because like I don't give a fuck about campaign, and I feel like I'm like standing up for people. So then why even are you though, even like, mad about it? Because I know there's a lot of people. Well, I played the first game in Couch Co-op, and it was like one of the best experiences I've ever had. But um, listen, but my, this, my this, guess that's, what, that's like the, the the heart and soul of like the campaign aspect of Halo has been that it's always been co-op. My guess before is that a lot of big he, games were doing that. Sure, sure. My guess is that with the co-op for the campaign specifically my my guess is that there must be some sort of maybe performance issue or something that would make the game not run well and that's which makes me think there's more issues then like that, that there's going to be like bugs and shit in that co-op that that campaign that single player campaign i feel like is going to have issues if they're yeah, having they issues already with, maybe did, there's a lot more already... on the screen they already did one public, well, not public, but they already did one flighting for the multiplayer. They've yeah. already said they're going to do more before the game comes out. They'll probably do some sort of limited campaign flight, maybe before the game comes out, because you have to you have to realize that like not only is this game like a very complicated game, very very big deal game that's being worked on remotely. You know what I mean? People not in an office that's being heavily affected by the pandemic. It's also something that is being fully cross-gen. So like this game has to run flawlessly on an Xbox One, an Xbox One X, a Series X, and a Series S. So like I would ma imagine that having, especially the lower end format, the Xbox One, like not X model, just the Xbox One, having to be able to run this game and not have issues probably has some sort of additional hiccups that 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 factor in here um but i mean who who's to say what the true issue is here but i think that the right thing to do is if the game is good if the story is there 
if the multiplayer is sound, which again, based on what I played in the in the test flight, is fantastic, and I can't wait to play more of it. If all of those components are good to go in something like Forge, which Forge, like I'm not even surprised if that has to get delayed because that's that's the developers, that's three four three saying, hey, our game is fucking rock solid. Here's the tools to fuck around in the game. I'm totally cool with that specific thing being pushed off as like not a priority because it's a coming to the game at some point and b. If you love Forge, I get it that that Halo Halo custom games are a big deal and like there are there's a big community of people that love and play those things. It, it's fine if that tool set needs to be tweaked and perfected before the game comes out and then then it's just a broken mess with people making like crazy exploits in the game or something who who knows uh the co-op thing is definitely disappointing but for me i don't think it's like i don't think it's necessarily a red flag i don't necessarily think it's like cause for i feel like it makes it seem like the game the co-op's not important in the game and i was no this is just me i'm not saying i heard this from anywhere i was assuming that this game was going to be this single player campaign was going to be a little bit more like hey we're going to fucking bring this shit back it was going to be open world and i figured there was going to be like stuff for you to do like they didn't they like kind of hint at that it was going to be open world this and not just like streamlined there was going to be areas that could be yeah, like kind of how like years of war was and yeah like, no I but like i also don't like think with friends like an open world for and, sure like, for sure but i don't and, think and, that and the, the story i don't think the campaign would have revolved around like two to four other spartan characters that would have been integral to the story like I don't think that, I, don't I I don't think the 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 story being told is going to be affected by there not being co-op. Like I think the story was going to revolve around Chief, uh, new Cortana and old Cortana. I I don't think that like whatever the th- player two, three, and four characters are are going to be like integral to the story. In my yeah, opinion, I don't like I I don't think they're going to be like facets to the story. I like, uh, I, think, I think if this... me and you played co-op. For you on your screen, you would be quote unquote master chief. On me on my screen, I would be quote unquote master chief as far as the story being told to us. Mm-hmm. Um, where in my game, you're fucking blue master chief. That's just a Spartan. And in my in your game, I'm fucking blue master chief. That's just a Spartan. Well, I I, I so I still wouldn't be shocked. I know it's it has to come out but i wouldn't be shocked if this game gets delayed now now officially with no release date and after them coming out and saying this yeah and who knows if they I mean, find new bugs you know like if they it's find, definitely like, in the realm of possibility i mean listen we're we're still in a pandemic as much as people want to like i'm not saying you two i'm as much as people out there want to like think we're fucking past this or over this like things are not the way they were before and I don't know if Microsoft is working in their office right now. I would imagine if they are, it's at a very limited capacity and not the full team. And like all of those things affect everything. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, whatever it's fucking called. I forget. Winter, winter, what is it called? Does it have a name? Horizon Zero Dawn 2? I don't know. Yeah, it has Frozen, a name. Frozen Wilds or something? No, that was the DLC for the first one. I, oh. I know what you're saying. Well, regardless, Horizon got delayed. God of War definitely not a thing like coming out this year like I, I, anything getting delayed out of this year would is it a bummer sure am I surprised absolutely not like we're still in a pandemic and that stuff still affects everything going on uh, is it is it, it Halo is a very specifically complicated thing to talk about when it talks about anything being delayed or being pushed off or whatever simply because this game was supposed to launch last year. So like it's confusing to hear like that this game is still having not issues necessarily, but like I'm saying like it's delayed because this game was supposed yeah. to come out last year. Um, that's, what, that's, what's, that's, what I, that's what I say. Like what are these guys like? I don't know any other IP from Xbox. And I'd be like, yeah, just fucking, you know, whatever. It's fucking Halo. And especially after the Master Chief launch and everything like this, it's like just wild to me. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a a confusing thing. It, it, it's not something that makes me look at the scenario and go, oh, I'm worried about Halo Infinite. Um, 
It's just more of like, a, hey, these two specific features that probably take a fucking shit ton of work to architect are not ready, and they'd rather launch. They they would rather implement those features when they work because what's gonna be what's gonna be more depressing or more upsetting? Halo Infinite comes out, me and you sit down to play it, and the game keeps keeps kicking you out keeps disconnecting us we can't actually play like and we're just being frustrated or hey this isn't ready so we're gonna pull it but you can play the game and enjoy it no problem by yourself or if you want to play with your friends play multiplayer like that seems like the correct move if that's what the actual scenario is uh, and again with forge that's a whole different can of worms because that you're talking about giving players the tools to create and craft and essentially break the game and bend the game in different ways. And if the game is still, you know, dealing with some backend stuff, maybe not the best thing to focus our resources on if we're still trying to get this game polished to be this, you know, quadruple A first-person shooter when it comes out. Um, it It does make me think that, hey, like, are we getting a release date in Gamescom in a few days? Like, are we getting the release date or are they still really not sure? Because I, I was, was going to say, if you I, don't get it at that, then it's going to be fucking wild. Yeah. I, I, I will say this, like I, and I know this is like kind of one, one of those common opinions for certain people going around the internet was that they were waiting for call of duties release date to come out well we have call of duty's release date now gamescom is in a couple of days we know xbox is going to be there uh so if we don't get a halo release date there or very soon that then makes me think okay potentially this game might not be ready and may not come out this year uh in calendar 2021 and instead, maybe maybe it drops January, maybe it drops February, maybe it drops March. Um, which, again, if the game isn't ready, then sure, fucking do that. But if you know it's not ready at this point, like at this point going into fucking September, if you know that you can't hit an October, November, December release date, I think at this point, Microsoft, Xbox 343, it makes much more sense to come out and tell the player base that uh are people going to be pissed sure are some people gonna you know have bad things to say absolutely but i think at this point they probably have a good idea if they don't already have that idea of whether or not this game is is shippable in 2021 november 2022 that's when it'll get released Oh, if this game gets pushed imagine, a full year, uh, that's that's ho- that that if this game gets pushed to 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 March, it's not a great look, but I feel like it's still kind of understandable. If this thing gets pushed to next fall, next holiday, I don't know what game they planned on launching last year, but yikes! Well, you know, what's wild to me is that like. It's been, it got pushed back basically a year. And we have seen like literally nothing as far as like that single player campaign. Like we know that like, like I said, we know multiplayer is going to be fucking tight. And like you played it, you said it was good. And most, everything I've heard about multiplayer is good. And, and Halo multiplayer is always good. But that like, it's weird that we've seen nothing except for that small little clip we saw on the ship. And like that, like initial thing they showed from the, for the, there's nothing. There's literally nothing. And yeah. and sure, I'm, I'm sure there's like, you know, spoiler stuff and they don't want to like, give anyone too information too much so, information but it's just wild to me from what i understand i believe microsoft's um gamescom is specifically focusing on things that we already know about like i don't think there's supposed to be new announcements at gamescom i think it's just games that we are already aware of so my guess is that we get a chunk of that halo related and that's where things I think are going to be hopefully sort of realized for the fans out there. Um, you know, release date, what we can expect, maybe another story trailer, campaign trailer, single player trailer, whatever. Um, maybe it was by design they wanted to get this 
you know, quote unquote, bad news out a little bit early to rip that bandaid off. So that way, when Gamescom rolls around in a couple of days, it can be focused on what they show for Halo and the excitement instead of like the, hey, the trailer for Halo Infinite looked good, but they don't have this feature and this feature, and that's a bummer. Uh, maybe it was by design to remove those two things from each other to kind of to kind of focus on the good. Who's to say? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a soothsayer. I, I don't know. But that would be that would be kind of. I'm right now. I'm just. I I don't think it's it's like nine one one ring the fucking alarm. There's a problem. I just think, hey, as we're getting down to it here, this game's coming out in a few months these features aren't at the the level of polish we want them at. Let's push them off and focus on launching this game the best it can be. If that's the space we're in, take it for what it is. Let's go. We're we're good to go. If that's not the actual case and there are other deeper problems here, we'll I think we'll find out soon. But how how do you feel about all this Halo talk, Mike? I guess we'll Could never not know. care less. Uh, ba- based on what we had said, what 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 do you think is going on? You think that this game is in trouble? I think that it would be weird for them to delay the whole game if they've already announced that they are delaying other parts. Like, if you're going to delay the other parts, that's true. And the main game has to be delayed too. It's like just say it all at once. Don't say this part and then be like. Uh, by the way, unless like, unless like there's an outside chance, I guess that they think, oh, you know what, we can at least get this part out. And I guess it's possible for them to have that belief and then ultimately find mm-hmm. out like, nope, not doable. But I Everyone's think that's an interesting angle. To play. Everyone's scared to be to Cyberpunk. Everyone's scared. No one wants to have a launch like Cyberpunk. Yeah. I mean, no one should want to have a launch like Cyberpunk. No. Um, But that's an interesting angle, Mike, and I honestly didn't even think to look at it that way that if if they were potentially going to delay the whole game again why why do this tiered delay of things because that's that's rip the first band-aid off and then oh hey by the way you have permanent fucking tissue damage underneath that band-aid but we we're not going to tell you that until the doctor's office a week later uh yeah that that actually is is a very good point uh i think that's worth noting that that uh might lend some reality to what is going on here behind the scenes. But but I really do think that's what it is. I, I think specifically with co-op and with Forge, that probably seems to be back-end stuff that isn't working the way they want it to, and they don't want to delay the whole game because those specific things aren't functioning the way they need them to. Um, who's to say? I think I think we will find out. I, th- I think this picture will get kind of more laid out for us when Gamescom happens. I would hope, um, at least. But anyways, I think that's a good. I think it's a good place to kind of plant this flag in the sand and call it call it call it a show. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode, episode two seventy three of the Pass Control Podcast. If you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, want to help support the show, you can do that in a few different ways. You can go to our uh, Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash passcontroller. Give us a follow. Shoot us a subscription. If you have Amazon Prime, you get a free one every month. You might as well drop it on us or someone out there. Even if you don't drop it on us, you have a free one. Take that Bezos pesos and throw it to someone because it's just going to waste if you don't. Uh, you can always share us on social media. Follow us on social media at Pass Controller and leave us a review at Apple Podcasts because it really helps and we'd really appreciate it. And I do check them often and I do read them. So I very much appreciate it when we see those kind words coming through our way. If you have a few bucks kicking around, you want to help support the show, you can do that in a few different ways. You can go to passthecontroller.threadless.com and get yourself some 6-6 swag or you can go to passthecontroller... I'm sorry, you can go to patreon.com slash passthecontroller and become a patron. If you want to keep the conversation up with us in our community, you can head on over to our Discord and join our server. And if you want to bother any of us on social media, you can find me at Beakroom. You can find Mike at underscore Mycopath. And you can find Todd at Toddy underscore by underscore nature. And thank you all so, so much 
for listening to this week's episode, episode 273 of the Pass Control Podcast. And until next time.